Welcome back to What's Next. I hope that everyone had at least a few weeks to enjoy this wonderful summer. We're now getting ready for a fall, unlike any we've seen in our lifetimes. Even with a vaccine, this particular coronavirus may never disappear completely. We have to acknowledge that this is this virus is going to continue circulating in human populations uh, for some time to come. Hello, this is Vivek Goel. I'm a public health physician and a professor at the Dalalana School of Public Health. This University of Toronto podcast will be giving you ongoing updates on what's next for the pandemic from my perspective. Today, I'm going to review where things are at in Canada and around the world and the outlook for the coming months. First, a reminder of the scenarios that public health leaders are planning for. We've had an early peak in Canada back in March and April, and the number of cases has come down. We're preparing for the worst, which could be a fall peak at about the same time as seasonal influenza and other respiratory viruses start to circulate. The big concern is this could very easily overwhelm our healthcare system. A second possible scenario is that we'll continue to have smaller peaks and valleys for some time to come, as is being seen in some parts of the United States, and the peaks come close to threatening our healthcare system. And the scenario that we're in, and that is likely the best case scenario for some time to come, is what's known as the slow burn, where we continue to have sporadic cases and occasional outbreaks, but we don't get to the point where our healthcare system is overwhelmed. In Canada, we're running at about one to two cases per day per 100,000 population. Across the world, there's a number of countries at the same level as we are, but many that have a much larger number of daily cases. For example, in the United States, many parts are seeing between 25 and 50 new cases per day per 100,000 population. It's also expected that the number of cases missed for every case detected in the United States is much higher than it is in Canada. So the overall level of community transmission is much greater there as well Unfortunately, in many parts of the United States, the degree of planning and control measures that are in place are not the same as we're seeing in Canada. As a result, when we see images of the news of what is happening in the United States, we need to carefully consider the differences between our jurisdictions. What does the slow burn mean for us? It means we're not out of the woods, but we have to learn to live with COVID-19. We need to continue to be vigilant and detect cases as they happen and contain outbreaks. We have to get back to our usual activities with the necessary precautions. Staying home if we have symptoms, practicing regular hand hygiene, respiratory etiquette, and wearing a mask when necessary and recommended. We all hope for a vaccine to arrive soon and they're promising early results. But we have to acknowledge the reality that it will take some more time, perhaps likely into some part of 2021, before we see the first vaccine approved. And then it will take several years 
to fully mount a global immunization campaign. We will have the slow burn with us for some time to come. An adaptation of how we do things will be necessary. I'm Vivek Goel. Until next time, stay safe.